G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. When we're travelling through a time of trial, it's not all that easy to follow Jesus with confidence. Is there something that we can do to experience that confidence in Him when the going gets tough? Well, as things turn out, there is, and it's pretty simple too. Yesterday, we were talking about the story of Hannah, the desperate struggle that she was going through to fulfill the call of God on her life. Here was this woman, one of two wives of a man named Elkanah, and she was childless in a world where children represented a blessing from God, and the absence of children meant that you were cursed of God. To make things much worse, her rival Elkanah's other wife, Peninnah, had no problem bearing him children, and she took every opportunity to point that fact out to Hannah. Her rival used to provoke her severely to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. So it went on year after year. As often as they went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. That's what we're told in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. Just wonderful, eh? So as though being childless for this woman wasn't bad enough, and only another woman who has wanted children but not been able to conceive can truly know how that feels... She carried the scorn of her rival and indeed the scorn of her society around on her shoulders. Okay, none of us have ever been in quite that situation, hopefully, but we all relate to being in this desperate place of adversity when the whole world seems to have turned against us. Most of us want to follow Jesus with all our hearts, not in some legalistic or religious way, but from our hearts. As I look back on the moment when I first laid hold of the truth that Jesus died for me, that actually the Son of God became a man, walked the dusty roads of first century Israel and was ultimately nailed to a cross to pay for my wrongdoing, my heart leapt out of my chest and I decided to claim him as my Saviour and my Lord. If you're a bit like that, you know that the desire in your heart is to follow Jesus. The problem is that when you're having a Hannah moment, when the going gets really tough, following him with confidence just isn't that easy. Now, the reason that we're in the middle of this series, following Jesus in confidence, is that we need to know how to follow Jesus with confidence during those difficult times. For me, it's not enough to be told, Bernie, have faith in God. Well, you know, that's a great theory, but how do I live that out when I'm in a tough position? When everybody and everything seems to be against me? Those are the questions that we need answers to. And that's why we're talking about this stuff. That's why we're sharing this story of Hannah, because through her story, God speaks to us about how how to have confidence in Jesus during the really tough times. Because let's face it, it's in the tough times that we need that confidence, that quiet sense of, I know my Saviour lives. I know my Saviour reigns. I know my Saviour has it all under control. This next part of Hannah's story is what that's all about, the how. We've heard the desperate struggle, and now 
Let's take a look at how she chooses to deal with it. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 9 to 18. After they had eaten and drunk at Shiloh, Hannah rose and presented herself before the Lord. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. She made this vow, O Lord of hosts, if only you would look on the misery of your servant and remember me, and not forget your servant, but will give your servant a male child, then I will set him before you as a Nazarite until the day of his death. He shall drink neither wine nor intoxicants, and no razor shall touch his head. As she continued praying before the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying silently, only her lips moved, but her voice wasn't heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you go on making a drunken spectacle of yourself? Put away your wine. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman deeply troubled. I have neither drunk wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your servant as a worthless woman, for I have been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation all this time. Then Eli answered her, Go in peace. The God of Israel grant the petition that you have made to him. And she said, Let your servant find favour in your sight. Then the woman went to her quarters, ate and drank with her husband, and her countenance was sad no longer. I've never been one to shake my fist at God. Some people do. It's not something I've done up to this point in my life, and I pray that it's a place I'll never get to. But you could have understood it if Hannah had gone to God and shaken her fist at him. She was deeply distressed. She wept bitterly. Not only was she childless, but she was scorned. We don't know anything much about Hannah's life to this point. But as I read about her further in the Old Testament book of 1 Samuel, you discover that she's a really good and godly woman. She seemed to be honouring God in every way. And yet this affliction had struck her life and there was not a single thing that she could do about it. Well, maybe not quite a single thing. There was one thing and she was doing it right now. She was pouring it all out of God. She was praying... Prayer seems like a cop-out to some. And yet the Bible teaches us over and over again that prayer which yields powerful results is entirely normal in God's sight. And so Hannah engages in that sort of prayer, heartfelt prayer, powerful prayer. I'm sure it didn't feel powerful to her at the time. And she was weeping there before God, pouring her heart out. But it was, because she came in prayer not just to meet her need, She came with a humble heart, offering this child up, should God grant him to her, to God himself, giving up her son before she even had him. Should she ever be blessed with this one into the lifelong service of the Lord? Come on, you women who've had children. How difficult would it be for you to offer up your precious child to serve the Lord? How easy would you find it to be separated from this little one? But here she is. Honouring God above all. That's why her prayer is so incredibly powerful. She doesn't tell Eli the priest what it was all about. She just tucks her time with God away in her heart and immediately, immediately, she reaps the benefit of her prayer. She receives peace from God. The woman went back to her quarters, ate and drank with her husband and her countenance was sad no longer. That's what's supposed to happen. Because Jesus promises exactly that when we bring our burdens to him. Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying a heavy burden. I'll give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. My friend, with all my heart, let me say to you that the biggest single thing that you can do to receive the quiet, gentle, powerful gift of true confidence in Christ is to pray, to spend time genuinely in God's presence. Pray and read God's word. Back to the psalmist's words, Psalm 119, verses 105 to 107. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to observe your righteous ordinances. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. My friend, if you're looking for the how, how to follow Jesus with confidence, you've just discovered the answer. Through Hannah, through the psalmist, through God's word, the answer is heartfelt prayer. The answer is reading and meditating on God's word. Can it really be that simple? Actually, yeah. It is. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.